0: Antonio and my friend here Aaron Alexander say hello hello we're at war we're in a civil fucking war okay (laughs) we're not (laughs) in a war but we're in a major disagreement and it's near and dear to our hearts and it's near to everybody's hearts I think Mm. in the HPG community Yes. because guess what what we're not the only game in town we're you know we, we don't just write And then nothing else is going on. We got Samp. You know what I mean? And there's a little bit of rippling going on between Samp and what we've usually have done throughout, you know, the last two years plus, three years, I guess, three plus years. I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking. But usually it was just writing and broadcast. And recently with Samp, which has been fantastic for us, we're starting to see a little ripple in the community. Mm-hmm. And today, I think we got it out. We bro hugged it out in uh, in your article, in the comments of your article. Yeah, that's true. Your article. What would you like? Hey HBG, what would you like? And I think I think honestly, I think we were just all kind of disappointed that our vision of HBG felt. I, I'm not saying we, as in I'm including in this group. I don't. I've never had a problem with anything that happens in HPG. Anything that happens in HPG is good because it's HPG, you know. And plenty of people feel like that too. I'm not trying to lump other people in that aren't in there, but I think some people had this misconception that things were getting tossed aside maybe Yeah. that weren't actually being tossed aside. You know what I mean? Like Craig is focusing crazy hard on Samp for a reason because, you know, because that's a great, great thing working out for us right now. And we, I will admit we're not Craig. Mm-hmm. Even combined, pre, pre-SAMP, we're not Craig. You know what I mean? Like, he was yep. writing articles every day. He was broadcasting at night. He, at one point, was doing the Daily Dose before the broadcast. The guy is a, a machine. And it's it's a... it shoes we are... We have the the pleasure and the curse of filling yeah. right now. Because it, it's hard when you see two people... You know, he was doing broadcasts five days a week, writing five days a week, daily dose five days a week. I mean, we were spoiled to have him do what he did for so long. And I think it's more reasonable for him to go balls deep like he has with Sam and really make something like that just churn out a fantastic, I mean, it's brought traffic that. to the site. Yeah. It's, you know, it's been a, it, it's been like I, I put in the one of the comments, it's been our crutch for a little bit. When we start, when you know shit broke down, uh, people leaving the site, and us maybe not uh, just catching on and immediately, you know, putting out the the world's greatest articles for the audience the moment we started, it was tough. And, and Samp was there, and Samp is still here, and I don't I don't think Samp is trying to tread on HBG no. as much as some people like to think. No. I, mean, I think Samp Sam is a way to HBG, you know what I mean? There
1: are new people who don't understand, like, uh, the way the forums work and stuff like that, and they don't understand that HBG was around before the server, but you can't exactly blame them. At the same time, I think we mm-hmm. all want to make it less confusing in the forums. Like, San Andreas players, post here, post your ban appeals, post your shit in this forum here, but we also want to encourage, like, people, you know, to, to cross-pollinate.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, I've talked to, i have it's no secret I love Twitch TV, I'm, I'm on Twitch TV a lot, and when I see HBG Sam being played, I gotta stop by, you know what I mean, like, I wanna see, ooh, cool, you know, like, even though I haven't played in probably over a month, I'm still interested in what's going on in the world, what's been added, like, I crapped my pants when I saw the, uh, the post about the Shoutcast radio streams, I loved that idea, and, and you know, mm. and then I got to hear it and somebody streamed one day and I thought that was really cool but it was it was like it wasn't disheartening to me in any way but I think it was like it was it was one of the first clear signs that maybe things weren't being made clear to everybody you yeah. know what I mean like I think it was one of those things where it's like we didn't expressly say that hey this is not going to be some changing of you know the, of crowns here this is this is still HBG it's just a big part of HBG that you can either like or don't like i mean we had an HPG Minecraft server that Craig Craig casted on almost daily at, at one point. And half the time he was just landscaping. He was literally going around and fixing edges, which I find myself doing now in Minecraft. But, you know, it, he was doing that and people loved it. But I'm sure plenty of people in the HPG community didn't, you know, or weren't thrilled about Minecraft or even maybe couldn't run Minecraft. And now I think because SAMP is a more successful version of it, People feel threatened by it, like oh, this is going to supersede what we do because of the timing with Greg taking over that. Because it is a big thing, and you know, it is a big, a big thing to manage. Mm. But I, I think people were intimidated by this thing being so big as it was. But I think some of you guys should be excited when you should be fearful. You know what I mean? Like this is the kind of, of traffic we've tried to get back to, and you know what I mean. And this kind of audience we've been trying to. Find a way to reach somehow. You know, what I mean, like it's it's really tough to go. Oh well, let's just get more people reading our stuff. That's a incredibly hard thing to say. Oh yes, yeah. You know, <laughs> let's just get more people reading our stuff. But now we have. I mean, it, it could be as niche as SAMP as it is, but it, that's 180 people a day concurrent. That's I don't know how many people in a day unique. You know, what I mean, that's that's a lot of people that didn't know who we were before that do now. And I think we will want to do that more in the future with different types of servers. If there's some game that comes out that supports server hosting and we can really, you know, get into it as a community, we'll go that. And I'm sure we'll meet some people along the way there, too. It's just SAMP has been the biggest endeavor it's a, it's
1: a learning step for everyone involved.
0: Oh, absolutely. Because, That's like I, I was saying, I was in a Twitch channel, and it's like, I, I don't know how it came across... But I I think I said something to the effect of like how Craig told me something or I maybe I messaged Craig real quick about a, something they were asking in the chat so I could answer it for him and it wouldn't be a you know some confusion or something mm. and he was like oh how do you know and I was like I was like oh I read on the site and he's like oh uh, I don't read the site and I was like fuck like yeah. <laughs> like that sucked you know yeah. but it wasn't like a like I you know it was and some people didn't even know there was a front end like oh i don't go to the front page like or you even like you didn't even try it it's like ah come on but at the same time at least they you know some people just knew about it yeah I, like i can't feel threatened by that and i'm sure plenty of people have come here and looked at the front page and liked it and you know what i mean they just aren't so vocal or you know aren't asked about it
1: yeah that makes sense
0: and i think we have realized i think we have realized in a, a pretty decent way we have the same goal. We want to fund community. Whether that's our focus being SAMP for some people, saying, I want to fund SAMP community, cool. I want to fund a fun gaming community, cool. They, This is not mutually exclusive stuff here. These can both exist easily together. It's just, it's got to be made clear that, you know, one thing isn't superseding the other necessarily, things like that. But I think I think we figured it out in eighty five comments on that <laughs> <laughs> I think we've cleared some things up you and we will be uh, Craig has mentioned this too we'll be talking to him when he comes back from vacation mm-hmm. you know we'll be looking at more things we're doing. this is one of the things we've been trying, starting to do you know to to get us going, and I guess it would be a, a decent segue you know as part of what we wanna do we wanna we' wanna talk to you guys about news on this. E3 was a great experiment in this, I think. Doing, you know, compacting E3 into a, you know, a digestible podcast.
1: Yeah, that was a lot better than writing a bunch of stories.
0: Absolutely. And and that saves us time, because we're not sitting here, scour- you know, scouring the internet for I'll one sc- story that didn't mean anything, you know, it just... I mean, there's things I post about that I'm genuinely excited about the n b a two k thirteen cover, which we'll talk about later. I'm sure plenty of people on HBD p d didn't care about, but I thought it was exciting, and I like bringing sports games around and I think it's it'd be cool if sports game people ended up coming around here a little more because that's one thing we haven't really reached before I started writing yeah that's you know that's the only reason i'm I'm putting some of those articles up more often because one, I love it that's half the you know half three fourths of my genre right now in terms of playing games but I think that's that helps us reach an audience, just like Sam anything else. We're just trying to make a community, people, you know, and we're bringing you content. And that was a burp because <laughs> I've been drinking soda. <laughs> but uh, we we want to bring out more content, and part of that is this, because this makes news easier for us, because we can talk about it, we can BS, but it also Gives you something cool to listen to, because we're not just going to talk about news. We're going to talk about things like, uh, HBG Asks.
1: Boy, aren't we. <laughs>
0: or
1: are we. I don't know. Yes, yeah, so, we uh, we asked the community, uh, on our first HBG Asks article that me and, uh, Christian came up with, would you get augmented? Because I'd been playing, uh, Deus Ex, uh, a while ago, and I was, I was thinking to myself, you know, would... Would I sacrifice one of my limbs to have these amazing superhuman abilities? And then Deus Ex is also all about, you know, Illuminati and governments and and even if you're not a conspiracy person, you you can still see how wrong augmentations could go.
0: Mm, absolutely. Yeah, I mean I'm on the other side of the fence in this and I still I can I see your concern. <laughs> I'll, oh yeah, I'll
1: definitely. Get that. So what we're talking about is I said that I would only get, you know, something like my arms, my arms augmented, because if I got a neural implant, it's possible, you know, I could be hacked and then I'd go and punch my brother to death or something like that. And that's not cool. At least with arms, I can get somebody to, you know, cut them off, I suppose. Um, so uh, we got some, some answers from the community, and uh, first up is Big Fish. He said he'd like to get his penis augmented.
0: And honestly, I did not think of this. <laughs> real, real, oh, hold on. Real quick. I, personally, oh, yes. sorry. I thought, I, I don't care what gets augmented. I want to augment my there, – there's a, there's a rap song. Like, two people are going to get this reference. But there's a rap song. I don't know who it's by. But there's a rap song in in the main crux of the lyrics is... Tat my whole body, I don't give a motherfuck. Mm. How about augment my whole body, I don't give a motherfuck?
1: But you wouldn't be I human, went, you'd be a
0: robot. I, I, I don't want that much augmentation. But I'm saying, you know, if, if you're going to fix something, fix it with an augment. Is my heart taking a shit while I'm, you know, 47 years old? Give me a new heart. Give me a fucking augmented heart. Give me an augmented finger because I chopped it off sewing a, you know, sewing a board. I don't care put it all on me. I don't care. And I honestly, and I thought about this, you know, I oh, augment everything. I thought about, you know, legs, brain, heart, organ, you know. Big fish Big fish surprised me. He it was like he hit it in plain sight. The okay. penis.
1: Yeah, the penis.
0: Who, duh. But I mean, at the same time, you can you feel sensation yeah, in that? I mean, that's I've that's, wanted, that's
1: yeah. weird. That's the that's the drawing line. If like if it doesn't feel like anything, that's a loss to you.
0: Yeah, but I mean, uh, well, I don't know. If you were in danger of losing your penis somehow anyway, or you already lost it, that's a hell of a cool thing. Now, like, Dad,
1: girl, let me show you my robotic penis. Yeah, now you've
0: got this you know, giant tool to work with, but.
1: <laughs> so uh, Gilbert said uh, he'd, he'd get his mind augmented, because uh, he mentions that research about artificial memory. Uh, that's yeah, the, rats they've already researched it,
0: and it's incredible. mm. I read an article about this maybe like a, a year ago, that in rats they've basically used like RAM. Wow. Like like literally, it's they can, can switch
1: it. Can the rats run
0: I wish they don't have that much yet. Oh. But I mean, it was literally memory where they could switch it off. Wow. Like like I forget how they I, I, I it's like I said it's been a year maybe or right. more. So I, I forget the terms of it, but I mean, th- this is me completely talking on my ass. But I think what they did was like they made them run a maze and they made them remember it. Yeah. And then they would shut off the memory, the that memory, and see if you know, like, say that memory is stored there. I'm I'm thinking they tried to replace the the area of the brain that controlled like pattern memory or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they shut it off, and the rats like didn't do it as well, or you know what I mean? Like it was one of those things where there was a, a Enough of a difference; it was worth more investigation. That's cool. And it's one of those things where it's like, I, you know, I don't want to go dementia at sixty. No. I mean, it's it's one way to go. I'd rather not go at all. I'd rather not die at all. I'd rather be invincible, like I said. But <laughs> if I want to go, I don't want to start losing my mind. I don't want to be sitting there thinking, "What did I just say?" You know, what I mean, like that's scary to me. And you know, everybody talks about a soul. We won't get too much in this, but I mean. You, like, you you can forget people. Yeah. Like, I don't want, you know, say I have kids. I don't want my daughter to be sitting in front of me, and I just can't remember her name.
1: But then what happens if you have a neural implant, and it gets hacked, and you punch her to death? If, if That's almost I, worse.
0: I have somebody to blame. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's fine, yeah. I,
0: I can't blame Alzheimer's. That's just pathetic on my part. Speaking That's just of, genes uh, catching up, you know?
1: Speaking of hacking, uh, Jesus H. Macy... Jay, he said, I'd be too scared. Somebody would hack my robo arms and then proceed to jerk off a bunch of
0: dudes. And I is it, it, oh, the best, like, mental image that there's this, like, like this Jesus is, he's terrified.
1: <laughs> Why am I doing this?
0: He's terrified, and all he can do is control his legs, you know what I mean? Like, he just runs, but his, both of his arms are just attached to these guys' penis, Like He's just running down the sidewalk, just trying to get away from these men that are jerking off. Like, like, there's something, I don't know why, but there's something inherently funny about a guy being terrified of the person he's jerking off. Like, I don't know. I like wish
1: this. I could stop this. Paul <laughs> Camosis, uh mentioned, you know, neural implants that uh, allow you to connect to the internet. You know, you don't need devices anymore. Send a text from your brain or an email or...
0: Think about this. Run a program on your arms. Yeah. I you mean, know what I mean? Hey, you don't know how to tie a knot? Well, put your hands in this position and then, you know, do... it And it'll make the knot for you.
1: Well, the thing with his... Uh, <laughs> Pocmosis' idea, being connected to the internet. Let's let's do the Matrix example. You download Kung Fu knowledge. Yeah. There you go. You're fucking a badass. You I know.
0: mean, even like minute things. I mean, if you're going to have a, a, an implant, you can do minute things like a knot, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the, It's stupid, but it's something that you would like to know, but you don't ever want to take the time to know, usually. You know what you're I mean?
1: Lost, like, you're lost in the forest. Uh, you go, hey, brain, uh, what, what's the direction to get back to civilization? Big arrow pops up in your iHUD.
0: Google Glass style.
1: Yeah, man. So, uh, <laughs> do you want to read out the last one? Cats, uh,
0: 1982, mentions augmented smell. <laughs> in, in, in the bad side effect of it, which I'll get to in a moment, I didn't think of this either. This was another great one. Penis, which for the life of me, I don't know how I didn't think of that. And smell. I never thought about augmenting a sense. I mean, like, I like. We already, technically, we already augment our vision with glasses and contacts. I mean, it's very archaic, but I mean, roll. You know, a wheel is technology just as much as an iPad is. It's just you know lower you know version. Yeah. So our eye, you know, our glasses and contacts are the wheel of technology compared to what could happen. But we're already kind of doing that, and Google Glasses is kind of taking yeah. it a step further with that, and. I thought smell that never even occurred to me and then in the same breath he mentions the downside of this is smelling shitty things
1: yeah
0: <laughs> just smelling something terrible like like we all we always in high school had that one kid you didn't want to walk past because you got to waft or something
1: and he always like That's shed cool. in his pants during English
0: <laughs> yeah like yeah. for some reason he just lost control of his bowels some point during the day <laughs> and now it's fermenting and, you, and it wafts you know, you know what I mean or this guy just—he just doesn't own a shower. There's a hole and you in. you don't the,
1: want to ask him about it because it's embarrassing.
0: Absolutely, but now you now you you smell each fiber of his clothing. You know, like oh, uh. you gotta you <laughs> to easily turn that off and on.
1: I don't like this and, idea. So
0: how do you control an augmented nose? Where's like that's one of the things I was confused about too. I mean, not confused, but I mean, like you would end up having to control all these in your mind, like. I can't see many of things many of these things working without a neural implant going in with them. Yeah. Because when what do you do? You're gonna press buttons on your arm? Like what <laughs> if you bump what if you bump the doorway and you start you know, I don't know. smell you the shitty pants. You know? Yeah, you bump the doorway and you start smelling the shitty pants, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he comes towards you and you're like, Oh sorry, you try to get out of the way to get you know, get out of his path, in the wake of shit smell he leaves. And you bump the door and now you're smelling them you know like a fresh field that's not good no that so we need neural implants with these
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> now I'm thinking about the kid in primary school who used to shit himself all the time. God damn it we, let's
0: move to news <laughs> <laughs> yes, speaking of uh, shitting your pants, I think everybody for even a little bit. <laughs> It's the xbox seven twenty that' how they put it. Rumors were coming out, and this is covering some stuff that has happened since e three really yeah um they cover some stuff we want to cover of course, there's plenty of things that have happened in the world and the gaming world since then but um some of this stuff obviously, I think since then there's been a pretty big consensus this is this can't happen, yeah, the technology is just too, too expensive. Yeah, it's too expensive for what the price they were looking at. But, um, this is incredibly interesting because it does bring up things that Xbox could be doing. I mean, it doesn't mean this is a, a bad document. This is, you know, this could just be a a pipe dream document. This doesn't have to be wrong in in its entirety. So things like the Connect Two, where it could support more people and more dynamic. You
1: know, more it dynamic. would work.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Or, <laughs> you know, rendering stuff. And the, oh, I can't forget, I forget what the name of it is. The connect glasses that were kind of proposed. Oh, right. Yeah. Which would have been kind of cool, too. But I, I still can't see that happening as well. Unless you're playing in an IMAX theater where the screen is going to take up over 70% of your visual field. I can't like that too much. Because one thing I can say is, like... If there were well, – what I guess it depends because glasses is, is – I mean if these glasses completely covered your vision with stuff, but I'm guessing they won't, they would just augment your vision a bit. Like it would be kind of cool to have the HUD on these,
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: if your vision, your field of vision was very large for your television, then you could be kind of in the world more because then you've got your HUD on you. So your head, your HUD shrinks with you. Yeah. You don't have to look up in the left corner to see your bullets and then look up on the right to see the map, that kind of thing. That would be—that's that, the biggest problem with people bringing the TV closer to them, really. But that would be cool.
1: I have a 50-inch sitting about 30 centimeters away from my face. So that would be cool. How,
0: super. Healthy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I to die soon. No. no. Um, <laughs> but, but they in this—if this is a, an official Microsoft, you know, document pitch, pitch, you know, mm. it, even if. At its at its least, they did mention Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, they mentioned backwards compatibility with a separate processor.
1: Yeah. Is, so there's multiple processors in this yeah. Xbox 720 that handle different things. Yeah. So I mean, you you'd have to do backwards compatibility at this point, right?
0: Yeah. I think, well, I think it's it bodes well for this coming generation to to do some backwards compatibility because I think some stuff. Yeah. Like, I think right now, I think we'd wish for some Xbox stuff to come back, mm. but there wasn't this breadth of things. Like, we had, what, five years or four years of a cycle before? Uh, now five. we're, like, doubling it. Yeah. There's so many more great games that have come out for these.
1: But not only that, it's like, people have been spending, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars on digital content, and I mean, those things are programmed for Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3, and I mean, if I can't bring my... Let's just say, if I can't bring Shadow Complex from my 360 to my 720, that's gonna fuck me off.
0: Yeah, and I, and that's and that's something everybody could say. Ooh, well they just want to charge you more later, you know. Mm. So they could also not do it, but it also brought up a question, at least at the time that we had, where Sony, if these are true little leaked things, yeah. That, that Xbox has been thinking about this for a few years now and maybe even is right now in mid-development, late-development of this, which I am I'm, I think most people would assume they are at this point. But
1: absolutely. But
0: there hasn't been anything about PlayStation 4, really. And but, I don't know if that's good or bad.
1: At the same time, we wouldn't have heard about 720 if it wasn't for this leaked document. We only knew that it was called Durango.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I, I think the, the later you go, the, le- yeah. the more the more you know, free you get with your documents, the more mm. you don't care that something gets leaked, you know, because it just creates buzz. And and maybe Sony just doesn't want to play that game, but at this current rate, with Wii U clearly announced and ready and all that crap,
1: mm.
0: and Xbox, Durango 720, whatever, maybe within a year announced? Yeah. And, and then... What do we have from Sony? Is Sony going to surprise us and announce it next year? Maybe. But I think without any of this pre-announced buzz, you have to think it's maybe coming later than Durango, whatever. What I think it is... The last console place again, this generation. Yeah. They would be the last to, to come out again.
1: What I think it is is they're securing those documents, man, because... Sony's in a bad way right now, their stocks mm-hmm. have dropped, Kaz stepped down from the SE leader, now he's just running <laughs> Sony as a whole. Um, They want to sell more PlayStation 3s, and if anything gets out they saying a hey, PlayStation 4 is being made, the person who doesn't own you know, a, a current console is not going to buy a PS3, I'd rather just wait. Yeah. They want to make some money because uh, they kind of don't have much right now. So I think that's the case, but I think Sony's going to launch last again, to be honest.
0: And, and, then, and then that comes with... What was the wait for it? Is it because you wanted to be the most powerful again?
1: Yeah. How was it going for
0: you? Does that mean the price is going to be... So, there's a, lot come, that, there's a lot that may come with being the last one out. It's and if Sony does it again, I mean, it could be fantastic or it could be bad. I mean, we'll have to see, but...
1: I think people have wanted it for so long
0: we've heard from Sony, and for whatever reason, it's just interesting how the, like the, I feel like you have to have some buzz I mean it doesn't have to be leaked documents, but you think there would be you know any buzz
1: yeah
0: up I mean, I don't think they want to just announce in that you know what I mean like I think they want to give it a, a little bit of time to 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 boil. You know, to 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 get excited for, and then the announce, and everybody's you know, that seems like how it goes half the time. Is what, what haven't we heard about leaked months before it actually happened these days?
1: That's true. We've heard so, about just about everything. So we, that means that developers haven't even got PS4 and dev kits yet. Then, if we haven't yeah,
0: seen exactly. Us. That's another thing that people kind of blurt out is <laughs> the uh, the dev kit stuff. Yeah, and that's. That's not made the circles yet. So, I don't know. All I know is I'm excited for a next generation.
1: Boy, me too.
0: Part of this next generation would be Windows Phone. <laughs> but I I think part of... This was like a story that was more relevant at the time than than it is now, maybe. But Final Fantasy came to Windows Phone. And that means nothing in itself. But it may be Microsoft's own little way of saying, "Hey, we have my, you know, we have Final Fantasy, we have these games that Sony doesn't care about or Nintendo doesn't care about wrapping up." Yeah. Again, now we have them, and they they don't, you know, maybe it's a little marketing ploy. They say, "Hey, we have them," not that we have them on Xbox, but we have them. You know what I mean? Because they're blurring the line more and more between Xbox Live and Xbox Live Mobile. You well, know, it's what I mean? they one big
1: thing now, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. So. They could even start saying, we have Final Fantasy on Xbox Live. And that's not wrong. It's yeah. just Windows Phone, you know, so that's a little weird. And, of course, if we're talking about mobile, we're talking about the king of mobile the last year or so, plus, actually, what am I saying, a year, yeah, Zynga. Ugh. And Zynga, yeah, that's the response most people uh, <laughs> have to Zynga but there is some there is hope for those of us that may not be uh the biggest Zynga fans is Zynga's not doing too well? Well, but, I thought they were at the top of the world they were, and then they acquired omG Pop <laughs> oh. and then honestly, OmG Pops draw something which we all know about, and we now unfortunately still know about. <laughs> that we now know how bad it's doing. It's lost dozens of percentage points of... Uh, I mean, there's some numbers from this article, and it'll be linked in the show notes. Uh, Zynga's daily active users dropped 8.2% to 54 million in May. 8% in a month. Yeah. In that, and that, part of that is the OMG Pop acquisition. And they're, you know, they're trying to uh, draw something. They partnered up with Weibo, which is like a... Chi- which It's Chinese Facebook, put it that way. Okay. And they're, they're starting to get new language packages out. So they're trying this, but they have taken a huge tank in, in terms of their IPO. And it's maybe because of Facebook's coming out around that time. But Facebook's online games are not going as crazy as they have been mm. before. Well, Farmville 2 got announced. What do you have to say about it, that? Since then, they have blown our minds. <laughs> but, you know, th- their their share, at the time of this being written, obviously they didn't know about the juggernaut that is Farmville 2, but they the shares were plummeting. Mm.
1: They,
0: they have been plummeting, they're continuing to plummet. And I didn't like the acquisition of OMG Pop when they made it. I'm not a financial guy, but... I, I've been familiar with OMG Pop for several years. Yeah. And most I, I've I've read into it now and OMG Pop and a lot of financial people said OMG Pop would probably dissolve by the end of this year if they didn't hit something. You know what I mean? Like they they were at the point where they had not hit for so long, they were almost ready to just die out. But then they hit on draw something and just sold high to that I believe 180 million dollars. Yeah,
1: they did fucking well with that. Zinga.
0: Now that you know, and not and not to say it's a greedy thing, I think it's a lifeline. You know, they they were, they were, definitely in need of it. It's not like it's one of those things where we just wanted the money the moment we hit. I mean, it was either hit or you're done. Like you don't have jobs. So I understand the OMG Pop side of it, but Zynga, I don't know. Is Pictionary that much? Of, a, I mean Draw Something is no longer the number one app anymore no so I don't even know if it's close to number one anymore it's just it's grown like four weeks later yeah and hasn't been back since I don't think it It was honestly it was scary because I think we all talk about oh, you know we have short attention span blah 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 that was one of the shortest times I've seen a game come in and go out Draw Something was in and then it was out in like a month yeah and now there's this thing where, okay, you're seeing a lot of these games just come in and then die in a month. What do you do? Do you change your plan? Does Zynga go more you know, towards the Facebook games or whatever? Or do they embrace this one-a-month thing and try to do singles kind of things? And they mentioned that on uh, – I was listening to Tech News Today, which is a, a Twit podcast. They mentioned maybe you just go to like, the singles route. Where you have a, you know, you release about an app a month and it's a quality app and it's 99 cents and you just, you sell it hard, you make bank on it, and then you get the next one out. And I think that's a legitimate thing for Zynga to do. They, it's not like they are unfamiliar with it, but I don't know if they can turn it out as quickly as they need to to uh, to stay at the, at the peak. I have,
1: at the some, peak uh, I have some professional uh, opinions on this. Go for it. Fuck Zynga.
0: You heard it from a professional, book, folks. Come on.
1: Yep. Fuck them.
0: You gotta. Fuck right those there.
1: games. Fuck, fuck those games. They um. Are, well, they are games, but fuck them. I'm, I'm interested to see what David Jeffy does in that space. He's, uh, he's starting to make a uh, free-to-play browser games. And uh, he's shared his disdain for the model of you know you you're only playing to a certain extent before you have to pay for something.
0: And. and- that that also i mean david jeffries obviously one of the the current gods of gaming i would say mm. he, he's one of those guys you you know i you couldn't uh, unless you don't like his personality i suppose he is you know a bit a brace of his, but I, a place of times but it's for a good reason i think but you know unless, i don't think i find anybody that wouldn't respect his opinion if he gave it on you know a subject he's one of those guys that you know you, you speak he speaks you listen when yep. when you can <laughs> And he definitely didn't like that. And it's one of those things where, okay, you know, David Jaffe could get into that space, but the longer we go where things can progress, maybe it's not David Jaffe. Maybe it's, you know, Joe, who's a dick next door.
1: Oh, I love that guy.
0: Who just had this great idea for a stupid browser game that ends up being a huge hit. You know, like, for some reason it just becomes a hit because that is becoming a bigger thing. And we see more indie developers having the tools to make the games they want, that they don't have to go through publishers, and then there's, you know, I'm sure these people coming out saying, hey, I wouldn't care about money as much, I just uh, want people to play my game, you know, and as those people get more and more technologically advanced and can make games that are, you know, better and better looking or easier and easier to play, that's going to be... I think it's going to be a force in the next five years or so. The, the, I mean, the indie developer has already shown its power with, with Minecraft, and even Edmund yeah. McMillan has done some fantastic stuff with Super Meat Boy and Binding Isaac. Yeah. So these are not people unfamiliar to the industry, but I think you're going to hear a lot more than just Notch and Edmund, and I'm sure I'm forgetting
1: a few others. But Phil Fish.
0: Yeah. I hate Japanese RPGs.
1: Speaking of uh, Japanese stuff, the 3DS, it, oh sorry, the Nintendo 3DS XL was announced.
0: Um, I feel badly.
1: And about. it didn't have another analog stick.
0: That was the first thing I felt badly about.
1: It looks, I like, I like the look of it. I like big screens, and I don't put the 3DS in my pocket. Like
0: Nintendo is Apple. What do you mean? They did it. They started doing it with the DS. How many DSs were there?
1: There was a DS, the DS yes. Lite, the yes, DS. The, wait, there was a DS, the DS Lite, the DSI, the DSI XL,
0: and then that was a... Yes. Yes. So there's four DSI DSs before there was a 3DS. Yeah. And we already have a second 3DS. Yes. Are we? This is this is going to confuse people. Nintendo has had problems. Recently, as it is, but when you show people a year later or however long away—it's not a year, but it, or however long later—that you're just gonna make another version of it, people will start to think, "I'll wait for the next version." You know, like the people that buy—you know—would buy a DS right now would probably just buy the the DSi XL. You know, who who's stopping you? There's no reason to buy a DS Lite now. That you. Know, just wait for the best version, and then the, the version they're willing to settle on in terms of compatibility, and then just go with that. So what's stopping people now from going, ah, maybe they'll put in a second analog stick on one next year. And that's the problem. It's not the problem, but that's the problem some people have with Apple that say, well, I want to get an iPhone, but maybe if oh, I wait, wait three months, they'll announce yeah. a new one. And you get into this weird thing. I mean, Apple doesn't have a problem with it because they're such a, a crucial part of what you do, but I mean, Nintendo isn't crucial to anybody. <laughs> I mean, Apple, you... If you want to compute on the go, Apple is one of the best ways to go just because of the compatibility, all the crap. Nintendo is not essential to life as a human being as much as having a, you know, compatible phone and a powerful phone is these days. So when Nintendo fucks around with models and in reboxing hardware kind of thing... Yeah. That could mess things up more than they already kind of have been the past couple of years. Well,
1: they're saying the uh, the 3ds is if you look at the timeline between the normal mm-hmm. DS and the 3ds, and the the DS ended up being a wildly huge success for them. They're saying mm-hmm. the 3ds at its current life has uh, outsold the DS. So I think mm-hmm. they're hoping this next DS will be the spike that the DS Lite provided for them. And I don't maybe think yeah will. I don't think it will.
0: Uh, but i I would understand that if that's what they're looking at you know i i don't I can't make predictions about it, but I would at least hope they're going on good information you yeah. know what I mean? like I don't 'cause this is something that you can risk alienating people with you know what I mean like you can't just put out something new every year and a half or a year, yeah and expect people to buy it every single time or expect new people to always be buying it i mean it's just it's a you can't bank on people other than your audience you know and then it's you're getting into banking on people that aren't your <clears throat> core audience when you start releasing hardware over and over mm-hmm. in new packages
1: so Speaking uh of
0: fucking things up yeah yeah uh korea fucked up online game items kinda
1: how what did they do
0: they prohibited the trade of them online so uh, i'm gonna get this article up so i sound like i know what i'm talking about a little more because it's been a while since i've looked at this but, uh, they announced that it's planning to halt all virtual item trades with a new law to be announced. Uh, I think it's going to be announced this this coming month, July. Mm-hmm. But uh, they wanted to create a healthy game culture, and they're, you know they're they're hugely in electronics in Korea. Obviously, esports is bigger than That's some regulars. I don't I don't think there's a sport in America. That is out popularized by eSports right now mm-hmm. but in Korea eSports probably out popularizes some sports, I oh think. yeah, absolutely but here here's the the crazy part uh the ministry calculates that over sixty percent of items exchanged in the market were obtained by use of automatic automatic programs such programs and other methods are implying in the way of online games, negative reputation. The government agency said says. Those who violate this law will face up to a $50 won fine, which, please tell me what that is, I don't know, at a maximum, and five years in jail. Wow! What? Five years in jail for using a bot? It says, for online roleplay games, the law prohibits users from using programs that allow in-game characters to hunt and collect items without the need of a player controlling them. What? So that's part of the farming thing. (laughs) But now it's going to be where... They, they, they basically they needed a solution. They wanted a the solution for this, and and they love their online role playing games. Oh my God,
1: that's so dumb.
0: The trade of you know virtual items. Yeah, could get a little a, a nick in it with this in Korea. And Korea is not a small market for this. No, it's like the king. Yeah, and it says for arcade games, game providers will be unable to list in game items in their accounts as property or hand out gift certificates as for item purchases. So, uh, this is a little thing about it. It says, the, the arcade game businesses that keep books registering items and scores that can be exchanged for cash has risen to 1,500 as of April. There were only 50 in 2009. Mm. So, th- this is something that's coming up, and it says, Item trades contribute to many problems in society, including teenage crime, <laughs> and felt that a solution was required.
1: I just want to say that, like, this is, like, if it's causing crime and, like, bad things to happen, that's, that's like, bad. But I am so glad that there's a country out there that can have, like, video games are causing, like, catastrophes and
0: lords yes. and, and all this shit. It's a fucking game. Yeah, I mean, this... I, I don't think it's going to be as far reaching as we expect it to be because, obviously, there's this is a big thing for a Korean market, and I don't yeah. think they're going to tread on the toes of an economy, but it's odd that they they even want to take action against these. I mean, there's ways to take action against, like, gold farmers and stuff, mm. aside from trying to prohibit, you know, prohibit virtual items to be traded in-game. So, uh, hopefully, they'll they'll find a happy medium in that. I haven't read, read any follow-ups mm. to that, so I think they're kind of closed-door deliberating probably more now. But it reminds me of like abortion and stuff like that here, mm-hmm. where it's like you're you're attacking something that maybe isn't our biggest problem. Yeah, you know I mean, like this seems like their their abortion something. <laughs> like, like this, video games are Korea's abortion. Okay, so, <sighs> this, this is like the thing. This is the hot button issue that enough people care about that they're going to stir up some stuff, but it's not. It's not something anybody with a huge amount of power will necessarily go crazy about. You know, celebrities aren't going to be coming out in droves in Korea to support the arcade industry. So they're kind of... I don't, I don't know what they're trying to do, but I'm very confused by it. Yeah. I don't know that they're taking the right step to to, to fight the gold farmers.
1: Fair enough. Well, best of luck to all involved.
0: That's fucking
1: stupid. So, uh, what what next? What do you want to cover next?
0: Shall we stay in Asia? Sure. Well, uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 is uh, apparently coming, according to some quotes by... It'll be set... The
1: I, I uh, did a little research. It's apparently set in uh, Africa, and you'll be playing as Big Boss, not Solid Snake. Although you will see... The creation of Solid Snake, whether that means you get to see people having sex or if he's a uh, test tube baby, I don't know. But yeah. And uh, there was a quote, uh, because I I wrote about this for PlayStation, there was a quote by Kojima saying that he was heavily inspired from the dialogue system in Deus Ex Human Revolution.
0: Yeah, I read that as well.
1: Yeah, so uh, expect that kind of stuff in Metal Gear 5.
0: Very pleased with that.
1: Yeah, that'll be cool. That's a good step.
0: And it's with a, a new Fox engine.
1: Yep, new Fox engine.
0: And yeah, like you mentioned, they, he said the way he put it was that Solid Snake was not done yet. Even though he wanted to kill him after Guns of the Patriots. They should have. Well, that's they, your opinion. They
1: should have. <laughs> End it. Uh, so uh, Okami's coming to the PlayStation 3 HD. Uh, I think there's Move support.
0: The only problem I have with it, Mm -hmm. to be honest, is the animation moves. Like, I don't... This is another horrible reference. There was some cartoon back in the 90s about some, like, Dr. Katz, some therapist. And the show was sometimes nauseating because the lines weren't still on the characters. Yeah. It was like they were drawn each frame. Yeah. So, like, the lines would squiggle on the characters. And that's a little bit of the effect Okami has sometimes. Like, the lines will thicken and thin. Mm. And it's a little nauseating, and it, it takes away some of the the HD factor of, of it because it starts to get, like, blurry. Well. Like, the HD version you know, even.
1: I think you just weird. have weak, inferior eyes.
0: I may have weak, inferior eyes. But they did show a comparison, and it does look fantastic compared to the... It's pretty
1: good. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I've never played Okami. Neither have I. Maybe I'll play it.
0: I'll be completely honest. And I'll also be completely honest. I didn't need to see the Pyro's face in Meet the Pyro this week.
1: I didn't think... We didn't see his face.
0: We did not, and I didn't need to.
1: Oh no, yeah, I don't want to either. I- I'm going to did- call it a she because I believe it's a female.
0: Uh, that's that's all he would have to say about the issue. But I liked it. Yeah. There was a little bit. It was a little bit weird. I think maybe sh- they should have stayed in the real world a little more than they should have. But just because I think it'd be kind of funny to see him commit some of the acts. That, you know, what I mean, like for every time he attacks somebody in his fantasy world, Please then you cut. is over. But, the female. Oh yeah, it's every time she. Yes, every time it attacks. Something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think part of the reason why *Meet the Pirates* took as long as it did was what they revealed at the end of the, of the trailer.
1: The Steam Movie Maker.
0: The, the Source filmmaker.
1: Source filmmaker. That's it. I
0: think, it, what, I think you know, if I'm, uh, I'm not. Uh, I don't have my finger on the pulse of Valve, but I would think that. If they're three months away from announcing Source Filmmaker, and you know they want to make this in Source Filmmaker, they'll just they can wait three months. They don't they have no problem waiting to then announce something cool with uh, you know a video. So uh, you know seeing that made the the wait for Meet the Pyro make sense at least. But uh, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Didn't. Well, uh, desire to see that face. I I just love that he struck fear in, like, everybody's eyes. She
1: struck fear. I
0: I love that it. it struck fear in everybody's eyes.
1: You know you, you know, can, uh... Like, like, this
0: was like, is it, is it here? You know, like, it's just love... I love how everybody was a little jittery.
1: In the game, in the actual game, you can get... I think it's... You get the mask, and it turns it into Pyrovision. Like, every map... From what I've seen, I've seen screenshots and stuff. Every map oh, looks Py- like...
0: Pyromania update?
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Everything looks it, like Candyland.
0: <laughs> that's looking
1: amazing, yeah, actually. That's cool. So,
0: I also, real quick, I do love Poopy Joe, Poopy who Joe. you now could send to the—I don't know where you, you send him to space, I guess—in that new mode, Doomsday, that they brought. Oh out, right, yeah. Where you you bring the fuel to Poop, Poopy Joe's rocket? Yeah. I. Poopy Joe, and there's a picture of him, it's actually a wallpaper if you click on the picture of him, mm-hmm. it's a wallpaper of just a monkey with a horn in front of him and, a, and an astronaut hat on, and it's just very, very beautifully valve, <laughs> that, that's about it. Yep. Speaking of beautiful, Kevin Durant. There's a beautiful, man. there's a beautiful man by the name of Kevin Durant, you are correct.
1: I'll let you know this.
0: um... Yeah, please. I <laughs> will. I'll go in on it. Basically, NBA 2K. They they wanted to get some some participation from their their fans. They want to draw some buzz, and I don't blame them. NBA Live is coming hard this year. they the, the just this past week they live uh, tweeted and made pictures for every drafted player's ratings as they were done. NBA 2K didn't do that. So, I mean, they they really want to get they want to win the public over. So, how do you how do you create some buzz? How about uncover 2K? That was their campaign. Hashtag uncover 2K. And as people tweeted about it more and everything, they would uncover pieces of this big clue on who's in the cover. Mm. Which, that got foiled about two days in. And <laughs> I think somebody from Operation Sports. All I know is Steve from Operation Sports, the head guy. You know, owner and everything tweeted about it and he, he thanked somebody like sonic boy something i don't, I don't know what it was. i think it was somebody in, in terms of their username on their forum so i don't you know it wouldn't be any relevance to us anyway but he you know he thanked somebody for it and he said this is the main picture and it was a brooklyn bridge in the background which confused us it was two clear griffins you know the the mythical griffin mm-hmm. a, a bed of roses in the middle a tarantula this means absolutely nothing to every single one of you that don't watch basketball. Yep. And it kind of doesn't even mean anything to some of you that even do watch basketball, but you don't know the nicknames, you don't know the culture of it. Um, but clearly Blake Griffin is Griffin. You know, that was the hint there, that it's going to be Blake Griffin. And the Roses were clearly Derrick There's Nobody else Rose, nobody else Griffin. And the
1: tarantula was JaVel McGee.
0: <laughs> yes. And the tarantula was the bumbling... JaVale McGee running to the opposite side of the court <laughs> which I still love on Shaq to the full it's another thing he wins so many awards for just being an idiot by <laughs> uh, it was not JaVale McGee unfortunately there's a, a nickname for Kevin Durant and they call him because of his long arms long legs very lanky guy kind of looks like a spider they call him the Durantula and because he strikes he, I mean, he can strike he can, he can be deadly at, at range, you know, so tarantula made sense, and then they put a tarantula on there, and I about lost it because i was I was so done with the Miami Heat Hype train, I was so ready to get back to o k c Thunder Basketball this coming fall, and then I see Durant basically hinted on the cover, and then I believe it was this week at some point they finally revealed the cover, and i I put up a story about it on the site. Mm. It is Durant right in the center.
1: Center, front stage.
0: Yep. And I mentioned in my story, since this is our, our last, well, second to last piece, I suppose. Mm. No, actually, we have two more things we can touch on real quick. Mm-hmm. Not really boots, but... um, I wrote about it, but the greatest part about it is, it seems like NBA 2K is clearly telling us what they want us to be playing when we get the game. Yeah. Because... The other year, Michael Jordan was in it. Guess what their big thing was? Take Michael Jordan over and make a new career with them. Yep. Last year they have three covers with Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and Michael Jordan. What was their big thing? Legends Arguably, a showcase and their legends, you know, everything. This year they're bringing in a new slam dunk contest that has a guitar hero-like minigame. I love that. In the in the gather of the dunk, in this in uh real quick they did it right because. So many games would have made you press buttons through the dunk, and you wouldn't have gotten to watch it. But yep. they made you do everything at the gather. Yeah, that's a good point. You sit back and watch your dunk. Yep. There are so many games, and I forget what game it is, that really does this. But you you're so focused on playing the game, you cannot appreciate it at all. Like you can't look in the background. You can't. You know what I mean? Like lot of War. Yeah, and that's definitely one of them. You can't appreciate things around you because there's it's right in front of you, and so playing that was really nice to be able to go do everything blah blah blah, and then watch the fruits of your labor. So that that's a great idea. Two more things we could touch on before we go. Uh, well, I, we don't even need to touch on one thing, which I'll uh, highlight right now. But we don't need to touch on one thing, but.
1: Touch me. It's
0: outdated. I mean, I don't want to. It was very relevant at the time when we put it in there, but it's not really relevant now. But something that is a, a kind of cool, kind of weird, but the the Payday DLC that not cool. the No Mercy, not cool. Not- the the No Mercy DLC for Payday, including yeah. Left for Dead, not uh, cool. stuff. That is interesting to me. Not cool. I mean, I know like Val. I know Valve loves to. To play the game with developers, you know what I mean. Like, I, I, clearly, if you make a free-to-play game, you're probably gonna have some nod to Valve in there, you know what I mean? Like, or you're can I, gonna
1: can I get tell you a story about Payday? In a Valve game, go ahead. So uh, I played Payday when it came out, and and it's 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 a, it's a fine game, you know. It's like Left 4 Dead, but Robin Banks and shit. And uh, me and friend of the site Dave Oshry decided would would play around, right? And because he lives in America, and I lived, at the time, I think I was in Australia, and um, so we started playing, and you have various objectives, like breaking, oh, uh, lay down some thermite to crack the safe door, right? Yeah. So I did that, and then a minute later, he's like, I'm laying down the thermite, and I was like, I, I did that a minute ago, what's going on? So meanwhile, I'm like escaping the bank, and he's like, alright, I'm holding off these cops, and then we're going to escape the bank, and I'm like, dude, I'm down the street, what are you <laughs> so he was literally time traveling while we played. He was like, doing things that I had done a
0: minute ago. That's really bizarre. That's weird. It was What's so that? weird. I would love to hear the the logistics of that. You know, like technically,
1: I, it confuses the fucking shit out of us.
0: Because I, I mean, like I get latency and all that, but I I don't. That long, like, I mean, obviously, maybe it wasn't a minute, but I, it, was it was clearly long enough that you were gone from, from the area by the time you mentioned something. But it
1: wasn't even lag, it was just like, because lag, yeah. I mean, you know, you can see it, it's like I'm shooting a bullet and the decals appear like three seconds later or whatever. This was like, I had already done these objectives, but for him, they weren't. They were still there. But So, did you guys see each other? Like, were you... Yeah, I could see him, and, and I could see him getting shot at, like, perfectly, like... He was taking damage from police that he could see, but I had already killed them. And he was still, like, having firefights. With so, so he
0: was having firefights with, on your screen, invisible people.
1: Invisible people that just, I could see, like... Uh, God, that is weird. See flames, like, where the barrel would be on the gun. Like, when people shoot and the flames pop out. Mm-hmm. Like, see that. But I couldn't see the police, and I couldn't shoot them. I couldn't do it. I'm like, he's like, why aren't you helping me? I'm like, I can't see anybody. <laughs>
0: it was fucking wicked that that sounds incredible though like that's Uh, they they inadvertently made a great mode maybe that you have to help each other through time and don't worry about that I already did that a minute ago Uh, just assume that has been prepared trust me that's a game of trust that's stupid I did that a minute ago you know that's you gotta trust them on that Mm. um I think that's it for news
1: but anyway Uh, uh so, uh, No Mercy, it's it's non-canonical, uh, Valve have come out and said this is like a, a side story, it didn't happen, but it, you're basically seeing the events of uh, how the infection spread from the No Mercy Hospital in Left 4 Dead. Yep, so that's it for news. Uh, Christian, what have you been playing?
0: Uh, I even have to look, because it's been a while. Um, highlighted on this page is Meat Whistle, which I have not been playing. <laughs> Not been playing the Meat Whistle this week. Um, there's also a few more things that I have in there that you can see in the show notes. But um, NBA 2K12 online association online team up. I played that uh, quite a bit last week. 360 and PC Minecraft as well. Those are these are the things I've been playing more last week. Hmm. And then this week, I was playing. Um, I'm still playing Trials of Evolution community tracks, and I love the skill games. It's getting to the point now where the best are there. Yeah you know they've they've honed the craft. Nice. That is fun as hell. Um Modern for 3 a lot. I've prestiged. And Marlon for 3 and I'm now level 66. So you're enjoying percentage. it? Yeah. Uh Kill Confirmed is a very nice game mode. Mm. We've been playing um Infected, which is All pretty right. fun. It's kind of like infection on Halo. On Halo? Okay, yeah. But it's like they, you know, you get strict classes, you know, you start with whatever you voted at the beginning of the game to start with, so if you voted knife versus type 95, everybody that's human would have type 95, and whoever became infected would have just a knife. Most of the time, it's knife versus gun, whether it's at 50 Cal, uh, strikers, stuff like that. There's one interesting one where it's strikers versus juggernauts. Oh. Where every human is a juggernaut, and the infected person, the first time starts up for the first kill, gets a juggernaut, and that's what's nice too. You're, the first kill as the infected, just so it isn't incredibly hard and unfair. Mm. The first kill for the infected is with a gun, okay. So you ha- you have a fighting chance that first kill, but then after that you're you're strict, you know, to what do you have. But they they really really did a good job of uh, setting the framework where you have to have you have no ammo in your gun, you have a USP with a tactical knife underneath it. That's how you knife. That's it. You have a throwing knife and a tactical insertion. That's it. You right. run faster than them. You have extreme conditioning all that crap. But the whole thing is just absolutely fantastic. That's cool. And a lot of these game modes I think I will like. And I can't wait for maybe Black Ops 2 showing some love to the community playlist and bringing some of those maybe from Monofit 3 or from maybe what their own community they think you know wants or something. I don't know. Um, Wrath of the Lamb. A lot of the issues with it have been ironed out. Um, I still, I, I can't be, you know, I I can't go back on my word. I still don't like that it was released when it was, I can't, you know, consciously go back on what I said there, but I'm happy that, you know, if you're going to release something at an untimely, then you handle it like Edmund handled it because he, you know, he put in some more content he put in some stuff to kind of say, hey, you know, we realized this maybe wasn't the best time to release it. Or, you know, we realized things happened that we didn't foresee. So we got some more content in exchange for
1: From the, the issues
0: we had at the beginning. Cool. And uh, the one thing I guess that's really been on my mind the past few weeks and will be hugely on my mind as I play it, but right now all I have is a demo is NCAA 13. Oh, right. And I've been playing Madden Twelve Ultimate Team a lot as well, just to kind of get ready for that uh, gameplay system because it's it's pretty similar to last year's games and gameplay. But uh, it's it's going to be fun. I, I think NCAA Thirteen is going to be fun because they're doing a lot more with the Dynasty mode, which uh, is basically all I play in NCAA. And I will also say right now that Madden will easily be Sports Game of the Year. Madden Thirteen. <sighs> WWE
1: 13.
0: A... WWE is that sports still? Do they still call it? That... <laughs>
1: yes. <Yeah, laughs> well, they still classify it as like
0: sports. I thought that would be a drama game or something. Like <laughs> it should be. You know, I've that always taken it to Uncharted and like.
1: <laughs> here's why I think wrestling games suck. Well, I don't think they suck, but here's where
0: I think they fall. They treat and be with you in a moment when you're done. there.
1: They treat wrestling like it's real in the games, and and yes! the cool thing about wrestling for me It's the drama and the acting it's like a dude's being beaten up the whole fight and he finally like reverses a move or he, or he finally does a high-flying move and all the games are about is keep beating down your opponent and then pin him there should be like a drama bar and it's like maybe you're getting the shit kicked out of you but your drama bar is going up and the fans are cheering that's what the game should embrace they should make it like the show
0: i think they're trying to get more like the show no, they're not, dude. They're not. I think they made... I think they're... Maybe not trying. I mean, I can't say they're trying. But I think they're closer to the, the show than they could be.
1: But they've, they're they going back to the attitude era.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Things. Yeah. So, that'll be good.
0: And the one thing I will say that I like about WWE games and wrestling games that I do not like about wrestling... Mm-hmm. And this will basically be the final thing I say... Uh, as you'll be you'll be telling us what you've been playing, but I really like that in a wrestling game, I don't have to pretend these people are hitting each other. <laughs> I can actually see the fist hit. <laughs> I thought
1: like you were about that, to say...
0: Because wrestling is not that crazy. Wrestling is basically MMA, with a little weirder fucking movesets, but wrestling is basically MMA, which I love if they actually hit each other, but they don't. It's all about pageantry and all shit, which I am okay with, but I'm not thrilled about when they're not hitting each other if they're actually hitting each other then it's cool and that's what the games bring so i kind of like that aspect
1: of it it was a uh, one match in wrestlemania 28 it was mm-hmm. uh i think it was triple h's and undertaker's last match and they had hyped it up and they had said we're going all the way and and i watched it i watched it on pay-per-view and stuff and they actually did hit each other with chairs with like slammed each other on the, on the steel steps and stuff. And at the end the camera zoomed onto the undertaker's back. He had blood and bruises from the chairs. Like you could watch the strikes.
0: I can appreciate
1: that. That was, that was great to see. It was like, I haven't seen wrestling like this since I was fucking 12. Like that was cool. Like Triple H was just like, stay the fuck down. And kept smashing Taker on the back. And it's so, so I
0: think that was the one I ended up watching. Right. I think so. I think that was the one I watched. Yeah, and that was when I was terrified because I think it—you it, know—that was one of the better ones to kind of catch because it is—it is, it was one of the more real ones in recent history. Jim
1: Ross but tweeted that it was the greatest match he's seen in like a year.
0: It was incredible to me that, well, like I was super scared about that fucking sledgehammer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, how far are we going here? Yeah. Is Undertaker's head about to get smashed on stage? Like, like is yeah. that all the way? Is that death Is death for the loser? I
1: mean, that was fucking that, scary. Was,
0: that was a moment where I was like, okay, I'll buy in. <laughs> 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 Crazy. Like, yeah. please tell me that, th- like, I wanted to bail out of this real life for a little bit. <laughs> I was like, hold up. <laughs> Stop being real, goddamn Go it. You're using that thing, and I don't want to see that. Yeah. But, uh, what have you been playing?
1: Oh, man, so, uh, I've been embracing the PlayStation a little bit, because I'm, I've been doing some writing on the side for a PlayStation site, so mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I played Resistance, I bought Resistance 3 at launch and, and kept it sealed, because I really don't give a fuck about the series, and, uh, after finishing it, that stays true, um... <laughs> it, it, it's it's such a Halo wannabe, dude. Like Insomniac have made Ratchet and Clank, and, and I'll take Ratchet and Clank over Halo any day. That's just a personal thing. It's not saying you know these games should be compared, but I, uh, Insomniac's capable of doing so much better
0: and so much more original. Like kind of, I mean, so not necessarily original. I mean, you know, owning it yourself. You know, like yeah. not just trying to to clone too much.
1: So. Uh, It's a standard first-person shooter, yeah, the weapons can shoot through walls, but each encounter is basically – there's missions where you're you're on a boat and you're just shooting people that are trying to jump onto it, and there's trekking missions. And and it really made me think of something that I hate in games. It's like it, it happened in Max Payne. It's happened in a bunch of other games. The ending chapters is always them just throwing every type of enemy at you for no fucking reason. It's like, yep, here's a room, here's a bunch of armoured guys, go to work. And it's not interesting. I don't like that. I like smart encounters, and and the end chapter of of, of a lot of shooting games and stuff is just, here's a bunch of fucking enemies that have armour that you've faced throughout the campaign. Good luck. And that's boring. It is, yeah. That's not fun. But it did have a trophy named Electric Avenue and uh so I've got to give it props for that. Um I played a little bit of Diablo three hardcore mode, that's that's what it is. I uh <laughs> subscribed to Battlefield Premium. Well <laughs> That's great. No, it's good. It's good. Yeah
0: and I get the I get the cost of Battlefield Premium a lot more than I do renting a server. Put it that way.
1: Yeah, like uh, I I can now see this is what I don't like, but it's it's uh, it's hard to hate. I can skip queues now that I'm premium. Like if I go and join like a, a standard server and there's like ten people waiting there, I instantly get in. It's like yep, there you go, and I'm like wow, oh, wow. I feel like a VIP for the first time in my life. <laughs> um, the new maps, close quarters, are great. It's
0: uh, make- yeah, make- I've heard good make- things, even from Call of Duty fans that say Battlefield wasn't doing it right. They say Battlefield's doing some good stuff here.
1: Yeah. So make no mistake, this is Call of Duty mode in Battlefield. And before Battlefield had like modes like team deathmatch and stuff like that, that just didn't play well in Battlefield's maps. These maps like embrace the smaller, smaller gunplay nature, that, and it does yeah. well. And uh, I played. The Secret World beta, which is on PC, it's an MMO that's basically pitting uh, Templars, Illuminati, and some random Asian faction against each other. <laughs> so uh,
0: that just sounds pretty cool. I think I, I think I saw you tweeting about it at one point. It's, uh, and it looked interesting.
1: Well, I'm not afraid to put it out there. I'm a big conspiracy guy, like you know, yeah. all-seeing eye, the pyramids, and all that kind of shit. So they get that part right, like uh, right off the bat. It's like, go and find the Illuminati hideout. So you follow all these Egyptian eyes down into the sewers, and they've got a base down there, and then some doctor does experiments on you, and there's a pyramid above the operating table, and he's like, yeah, I worked on the MK Ultra project. And if you don't know what that is, that was a CIA brainwashing uh operation they did that's now declassified like it's not even a conspiracy at this point they uh yeah. kind of mastered brainwashing so they, they got their part right but the game itself is just not very fun so yeah fuck that um i played pokemon good rumble. spirit to it huh? yeah yeah they got they, they got the source material right yeah um pokemon rumble on the 3ds that's uh dynasty warriors basically um this sounds
0: pretty good, actually.
1: <laughs> no, Go it's not good. It's I like Pokemon. Well, it's interesting. when
0: it out there. You collect. These... I'll, I'll I'll dive into the Pokemon oh, world.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But you collect these Pokemon and uh, you control one at a time. It's like an action game. So A and B are your two different attacks, and uh, yeah, you collect a bunch of different Pokemon and battle them out in the wild. It's not turn-based. It's just action. It's cool. Called... Sounds kind of shallow. It's it's shallow. It's very yeah. shallow. It's. Like type. I wanna name my Pokemon. For example, earthquake can hit bird type Pokemon, and that's never been the case. So. Duh,
0: that's bad.
1: Yeah, it's shallow. That's bad news. And um. Else? My last thing that I've been playing, I've been, I've owned it for about three days now, and I've already played like 30 hours. <laughs> <laughs> NBA 2K12. I finally, back in, I said, I said to myself, look, I'm playing 11 enough. Uh, 13's not coming for a while. I might as well just get, you know, the new version and, and just fucking play the shit out of it. So I got it on PC for thirty dollars, and I, I'm running it on Macs. It looks fucking beautiful. There's like zero loads. It's just game back to menu, game back to menu, and uh, I'm having a blast, man. I beat Wilk Chamberlain's record of a hundred points last night, and I felt pretty good. At that's,
0: that. that's the best feeling ever, right? <sighs>
1: God, I sports man sports. I got to ninety eight the game before that, and then coach subbed me off for fucking uh Westbrook. <laughs> like, ah, uh,
0: I did something similar. I got ninety six points in one game <sighs> as a rookie point guard, and I was like so pumped, and I you know, couldn't do it.
1: But I got signed to the Mavericks on my first draft round, and then I was like, nope, fuck these guys, and offered to trade for OKC, and and got it. So this happened on my game, dude. Uh, Jason Kidd got traded for um who's the sun's point guard the uh steve nash they got traded for each other
0: <laughs> kids on fucking suns and nash's on on mavericks dude you know what's crazy about that though what like i mean I, i'm sure it's not intended to be that way but nash played on the mavericks at one point oh, with dirk and him and dirk were best bros so it's kind of funny that that happened the way it did, because I mean, it's I'm sure it wasn't made because they know Steve Nash and Dirk had a friendship and were cool no. when Dirk came to the league and everything. That Dirk didn't really have a lot of friends. I think it was because <laughs> it's of just paint. German guy that you know was some.
1: I was the point guard for the Mavs before I got traded off, and then when I traded away, they suddenly thought, well, kid's not not good anymore, so we're going to trade him or whatever. So uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been playing. Steve
0: Nash is like almost unstoppable in that game pretty much. And something real quick about NBA 2K12. Shoot. Uh, all, Operation Sports showcased it. Another shout out to that site. I love that site for sports news and uh, just community that is great for sports gaming. But they uh, they they showcased an ultimate rosters mod that I linked you to. Oh yeah, you did. It's so comprehensive. It's not even funny. There's like 237 new teams. <sighs> they have like the new rookies put in. They have all you know, all Cleveland Cavaliers of the thousands, all Cleveland Cavaliers of the nineties, like it, they're just—it's so in depth. And the guy's—he's not stopping. He said he doesn't want to stop. He wants to continue doing this mod. So that's incredible.
1: Is Perry um, in there? Perry three?
0: I yeah, probably Perry oh, Jones. Oh wow! Th- I know they have two all rookie teams from this coming rookie batch. So nice. Um, other than that, I think we kind of just wanted to let people know that you know. This isn't going to be some one off thing. You know, E3 wasn't the only time we're going to be doing this. Weekly. Well, well I think it's as, as close played. to weekly as we can want. Yeah. Easily. Yep. I mean, honestly, it does not take that much time out of our days to record this. Nope. It takes a bit of time for you to edit it in terms of days and just find this some one, time. But
1: this one will be good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a, a reasonable thing. And, of course, we'll be bringing more HBG Asks to showcase we're going to be bringing hopefully and i've i've explained this plan somehow i forget how it goes but we're going to try to get almost one original content up a day yeah i I mean around there i mean some of it may not be as big of a blowout as you know hbg podcast would be but you know hbg asks that'll go up things like that even our personal rants like you know our questions like hey hbg what would you like that's original content that's us you know connecting with you or you know
1: Friday Night Fights is coming back.
0: Friday Night Fights will return. I think that's something we can easily uh, bring back. I'm, I'm, we I'm just not, have to make sure we're not doing old fights.
1: I want I to guess. clarify, though. Don't expect this shit tomorrow, because we still want to have a talk with Craig. Oh, before yeah, we, absolutely. Uh, before we put anything in concrete. But uh, hang with us for a while, at least.
0: I, put it this way. This is all planned to happen. Not tomorrow, but we plan to bring these things to you. Yes, in the, hopefully the near future. At the very worst, the future. <laughs> yes. Hopefully not the far future. That that would be bad. But uh, yeah, we love you guys participating in our you know our content. So we you know we have the community spotlight now. Uh, we're we're just trying to Find out help group. us help you. Yes. Or no, what the fuck am I saying?
1: Find out groups.
0: You help us a bit, you mm. know, like, and really just connect with you guys that we maybe haven't been connecting with you as much when since we first started.
1: Yep. Otherwise, uh, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think this is this is HBG podcast episode one. One. For those, those unaware, we actually considered e three episode episode zero. That's right. Basically. Because we knew we were going to come back to this, but I mean, I mean that's where it started, but. You can't call it episode one. Then, what? Then our first regular one is episode two. That's stupid. Yeah, no, that's wrong. So, this is episode one. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll probably go back and figure out a title for it. We're just gonna go back and find a title from from the podcast. I we, we
1: call think. this one "Augmented Dick."
0: Augmented dick. Yeah. Augmented
1: penis. Maybe. Augmented penis. Yeah. There we go.
0: For, you know, we're we're looking for. We're trying to get sponsored by McDonald's here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we need that. We need that Apple sponsorship. Yeah, Walmart is is. Well, nobody's talking to us. That's a complete lie. But I think augmented penis will get us there. I think, I think we'd like it to be as as approachable as we can. So maybe augmented penis. Yeah, I think that's interesting enough. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. Look out for HBG Podcast Two. And look out two. for a
1: bit of thought out site, more stuff to do um, yeah
0: a lot more uh, cognizant of, of our of our audience and what we think we need to do to help us help you and to help you help us Sarah. help us help <laughs> all right
1: so thanks for listening and, and thank you to christian for uh for recording once again we love you we love you all right see you later